Welcome to Thread Talk Tuesday. This is going to be episode six, and we're coming to you with some juicy family drama live from Reddit. Live from our living room. (laughs) I'm Denver. And I'm Teresa. And today, yes, we're talking about family drama. We love we love all the drama. We love drama. the drama. Drama, drama, drama. <laughs> On our last episode, we did weddings. Before that, we did engagements. And we felt like they kind of led into it. And what happens after you get married? You have a family. And then all <laughs> the drama starts to happen. So we went through. We picked the best stories of family drama. And we're going to get into it for you guys and see what you guys think. Let us know in the comments down below what you guys think. If you're listening on YouTube, I guess. If you guys are on the podcast, just hit the like button, leave us a nice review, and we appreciate that, and uh, follow along for future episodes. Yes, and be nice to us. Please be nice to us. We've been getting so many hate comments. I've been getting so many hate comments. (laughs) It's okay, I support you. People talking about my reading. I'm in speech therapy, guys, okay? I'm working on it. We're doing the best that we can. We're not <laughs> professionals. We are growing. This is only episode six. And we're just doing this for fun, okay? Yeah, this, this is, is not like our job. hobby. Yeah, this is a <laughs> hobby for us. It's a little fun, part-time. Okay. Now that I got that off my chest. <laughs> All right. Episode uh, one, I mean, um, story number one. Story number one. We'll I'll go start with, us off? Yeah, you can start us off. All right. Perfect. Uh, this one comes from Am I the Asshole? And it was posted 19 hours ago. Am I the asshole for telling my in-laws that if they want a grandchild, they should give my wife her inheritance now? Basically, my in-laws want their only child, my wife Diana, to start pumping out grandchildren. Diana is 28 and just finishing her PhD. Then she wants to get established in a career before we start a family. My in-laws know how much money I make and they know we could live comfortably off my earnings. That isn't what Diana wants. She has worked her ass off to get where she is and she wants to reap the rewards of her hard work. She also says that once she is working that I could cut back my hours, I'm a welder, and relax a little bit. I have been working since I was 15, so literally half my life. I make a very good living in return for a lot of fairly hard work. I have supported Diana in her education. She will graduate without student loans. We have a house, she has a good car, we have a good life. We want a few more years alone before we start our family. Over Christmas, the in-laws just wouldn't drop it. I finally snapped. I said that if they wanted grandchildren, then they can reimburse us for her education. They could further pay her salary she would be giving up. When she returned to work, they could pay her the difference between what she could be earning and her entry-level position. They could pay for a nanny too so my wife could work. Or they could back off and wait for us to be ready. They said that they couldn't afford all of that. I asked them how they expected us to afford it. I said that if it was really what they wanted, they could just give her the inheritance that would be coming her way now instead of later. They all got offended and said that it's not hers until they don't need it anymore. Diana asked me to drop it. She has tried dozens of times to explain to her parents why we are waiting. They just ignore her. They ignore what we want for our lives. They have been very cold since Christmas. They seem to think that I was a rude asshole for pointing out the costs of what they are asking for. A lot of her family agree with them, and I went too far in asking them to pay if they want a grandchild now instead of later. Am I the asshole? Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Like, it seems like he went above and beyond of just explaining the logistics. It seems like he was an asshole when he explained it. Like, you have all rights to get your in-laws to back off and everything. Mm -hmm. But you got to do that in an appropriate way. Like, his wife asked him to drop it, and he clearly didn't. 
So he, he's, that's why he's the asshole is because he's not on his wife's side. If his wife was with him, then no, the, the grandparents or the parents would be the assholes for not dropping it. But at the same time, like, bro, this, she got a PhD. She spent a lot of time in school. She didn't go through all of that so that she can have kids and then exactly. do nothing. She wants to go work in her field and have a career. And he supports that. He put her through university house car he's been provided yeah well they're making really good money and they want to enjoy a career together they want to be some dinks for a little bit <laughs> and spend their money on some vacation and not uh, diapers now it's fair yeah. to say to the parents listen if you want to pay for it sure but at the same time like it's almost actually not appropriate to say that because unless you're willing to what if they did what if they said yeah okay here you go she doesn't want to have kids right now it's not a money issue it doesn't actually, at the end of the day, it's not a money issue. He's using it as a cop-out, but it doesn't seem like it's actually a money issue. Yeah, I think, like, they did say they want to wait a few more years um, to have the, like, to start their family because they want a few years by themselves, which is totally fair. And honestly, I just cannot stand grandparents or family members getting in their kids' or family's business about wanting kids. Yeah. It's like, let them do it at their pace. Yeah, exactly. I would get very frustrated with this. Listen, if you're the parent and you want a grandkid so bad, go adopt. <laughs> go yeah, adopt. Like, go have another child because that seems to be what you want. Don't force us or anybody to to have grandchildren. Like, it's just, we're in 2024 for freak's sakes. The age like, of people having kids is getting older and older. Yeah, like, it's just, it's. We're not we're not pushing people. We're not pressuring people to do what they what you want. Okay, stop with your opinions. Stop asking when you're gonna have kids. We're, we're, that question is well, out. There's, there's nothing wrong with asking, and there's nothing mm, wrong of you I, know inquiring and stuff like that. But it's when it seems like they've been obsessive about it, and every single time they see them, that's what they bring up. There's nothing wrong with like after you get married or after you finish school or something like that. Be like, oh, like what do you think? Like just inquiring on their future. Like there's nothing wrong with inquiring, but like ease up. Like it, it seems like it's repetitive, and that's what his issue is. I think it bothers me a little bit when people are like, oh, when are you guys gonna have kids? Like it doesn't bother assume... me because yeah, because that's people assume that's a normal thing. That's a normal yeah. progression of life. Well, no, not in this age anymore. Not anymore, people... but it is a normal progression of life. If people didn't have kids, then the human species would die. It's a normal thing for people to have kids. It's a normal thing. I just think people shouldn't be assuming that everyone's going to have kids. It's not assuming, but it's not it It's is. not wrong to ask. It's assuming when you're saying, when are you guys having kids? Not, are you guys having kids? Well, the, they clearly didn't say we're never going to have kids. Okay. It's that they want to wait. I know. I'm not talking about this story right now. Oh, okay. We're b bouncing off the story. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, actual overall vote is not the asshole. Which is, I, I was surprised at that. I don't know. He's kind of an asshole. Like, if, if your wife tells you to drop it, you have now become the asshole to yeah, your wife. Because like, that's the only thing that matters is your partner's opinion. It should be her place to say something to her parents well it's not that he can't say it but it's his place he's part of the family now but it's with respect to your wife if your wife tells you to drop it and that's not what she wants then yeah you that's you got to respect your wife's opinion your her feelings i also kind of believe though like like if it were my parents giving us issues i would not want you to deal with it like i think it's my place to be saying something about it like yeah, i don't like, think i think i could say something like once 
like if you have said it, I can reinforce and back you up, but I'm not going to go out of it and talk for you. I'm not going to get in my way and talk for you and everything. I will let you handle it. Will I have your back? Yeah. Will I say something if I need to? Sure. But I'm not going to be overly aggressive yeah. about it. Like it's going to be mainly your battle, mm-hmm. but I'll help you. Mm-hmm. I don't mind saying something, but I'm not going to just keep hammering down on it. Seems like this dude went down, 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 down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so top comment is not the asshole. They have been reminded in very strong terms that it is literally none of their business. They have absolutely no say whatsoever in when you both choose to procreate. Yep. Stop being nice about it. They need to be put in their proper place. If they want a new baby around, their option is to adopt. Huh. You said that. (laughs) That's where they have a say. Otherwise, they need to shut the fuck up and back (laughs) all the way off. Honestly, yeah, I do agree with that. But okay. Yeah, I agree with that too. But yeah. like I said, it comes down to how the wife feels. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I he's think kind he's of an asshole. Kind, yeah, because he is an asshole. he's not listening to his wife. I applaud what he's saying and I applaud him standing up for himself and I say, hell yeah, to that. But if the wife is saying, honey, don't, then that's where it comes down to respect yeah. and communication for your spouse. That is, yeah. That's my opinion. Very true. All right. Like if you, I was sticking up for you and you were like, thank you, honey, I appreciate that double down i'll stick up for you again i'll keep saying the same stuff yeah but if you're like babe no don't say that then i'm like okay (laughs) all right you handle it it's your your parents yeah yeah all right moving along all right i got one am i the asshole for cursing at my niece when she went into my office when i specifically told her it was off limits to guests Hmm. my 28 male sister 33 female is visiting me this week with her daughter slash my niece 13 female i was excited to host them in my house as i haven't really seen my family much ever since i moved away from her home state for another career for context i'm a lawyer at a large firm that means that i have to take my work home often which is why i have a room in my house set up as an office my office has privileged information about cases and clients Long story short, when my sister and niece arrived yesterday and after I helped them get settled in, I told them there's only one rule that I have for staying in my house. My office is off limits. Fast forward a few hours and everything's fine and dandy. I'm just sitting in the couch with my sister watching a movie until I get a call from a senior associate at work asking me to do a quick review of a document that he sent me via email. When I get upstairs, I see the door to my office is wide open and the lights are on. When I go in to investigate, my niece is there sitting in my chair and taking selfies with her feet on my desk. I was beyond furious. I only have one rule for guests at my house, and that is to stay out of my office. I have that rule for a reason. Not only would I be at risk of disbarment, but the integrity of the entire case would be jeopardized if any of that information leaked. While I'm not accusing her of that specifically, I just don't want uninvolved people in my office taking pictures and posting them on social media where they may or may not be protected information in view of the camera. I asked her what the hell she was doing and she said, I was just curious. I want to be a lawyer like you when I grow up. I told her to get the fuck out and stay out, you little bitch. (laughs) My sister came running up the stairs after my niece started crying and she told me that I was a monster for talking like that to a child. I told her that she has no business being in my office and my sister said that it doesn't matter because she's just a kid. No. Sorry. Am I the asshole? No, you're not the asshole. Okay, you couldn't, you didn't have to use the word bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that was a little bit too far. Like, I would have, like, 
saying get the fuck out i think that's appropriate like she's 13 years old yeah that's that's, that's at the age kid. where you know you did wrong but you are rebellious and you think you're the king of the you're the king of the world and that's you know yeah nothing matters you're freshly in high school you're so cool and popular yeah that's like grade nine it's grade nine no that's old enough to know you're not supposed to be there that's old enough to know that you're breaking the rules by doing it yeah no and if she was truly just curious because she wants to be a lawyer she could have asked him she could have asked she could have have asked for a tour what does it look like yeah Yeah. can you can you go through your stuff with me maybe something that's not uh super confidential i i'm i'm curious and i would love to know more about your job exactly but she's in there taking selfies feet up on the desk just disrespect in the first place yeah I, don't know. I feel like people are might disagree with us. I feel like people are going to say yeah. asshole. Well, I think he's an asshole for calling her a bitch. Yeah, She's I do. 13. There is nothing wrong with being mad, but I don't think he should have said, get the no. fuck out, you bitch. No. There's nothing wrong for being mad and giving her discipline and telling her to get out and yeah. stuff like that. But you're the adult you can't you don't go around calling kids yeah get the fuck out you that little wasn't bitch. appropriate at all you're not the asshole for being mad you're the asshole for the words that you use yeah that was a very strong word and i know people get angry and you know stuff just people get angry comes but there's out. really no excuse for letting things slip out i've never believed that yeah like when we first started dating you used to say things and then you'd apologize for it <laughs> And I hated it because I just never say things. I, I hold my temper in. Even if I'm mad, I don't say things that I regret saying. I don't believe that you can just say whatever you want and you say sorry and everything is all better after that. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. And you can't treat kids like this. You are tra- You need to be the adult. You need to be the, the role model, basically. Yeah, especially that he's talking to a child. Nothing wrong with yelling at her. You can certainly no. yell at her. I think the biggest hassle here is the mom. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, you raise your kid to have no respect for rules or anything? I don't know. She's 13 years old, though. That's old enough to have set rules in place and you, what do's and don'ts in life. No, I, I mean, like, I don't think that's the mom's problem anymore. Like, I think that doesn't really reflect the mom. That just reflects the kid. Maybe, maybe and not. And maybe who she's But maybe when she's with. at home, she does whatever she wants and she never gets in trouble. Maybe, but, like, I feel like I... Like, if you're truly a kid, like maybe seven or eight, that reflects the parent. But at 13, it's like no, I think at seven, seven or eight, it's almost the opposite. Seven or eight, they're not really old enough to register and have that baseline respect built in. 13 is like when you're at home and you do stuff that needs to be disciplined, you get disciplined, you learn not to do that stuff. And then when you go out in public at other places, you don't do that stuff. Seven yeah. and eight, you're not, they don't really recognize the right from wrong. 13 you you should know right from wrong yeah I, I just don't think that like the mom i don't know i don't really think it has anything to do with the mom at this point like i think so i think she's responsible but when i get into uh top common yeah she's 13 mm-hmm. she was intentionally violating the rule but still what's wrong with you esh a solo practitioner appeals and post-conviction work in appointed criminal cases only has this to say I'd think a fancy pants, big time attorney with a bunch of privileged crap in their home office would just like I would do. Put a fucking lock on the knob on the door or keep all materials locked in cabinets when not in active use. You are not adequately practicing. uh, You are not adequately protecting these materials. Sure, your front door locks. But once someone is in the house, apparently they could easily get stuff without you noticing in time. 
Hmm. I don't know. I don't think that's fair, especially if he lives by himself. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's on him for not having a lock on the door because yeah. it's like he explicitly said those rules before they came into the house, assuming that a thirteen-year-old can follow those simple rules. So. Exactly. Overall vote is everyone sucks. Hmm. Because honestly, that's fair. That's fair. That's because thirteen-year-old sucks, and but he just shouldn't have gone so far to call her a bitch. Like, yeah, I think that word is like the only this, thing that's keeping me from like yeah being on his side. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. There is an update. Well, I certainly wasn't expecting this post to get this many responses. So first, I wanted to start off by saying thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time to read my post and weigh in with your judgment. Even the people that sent me death threats in my DMs, you know who you are. Special thanks who sent me their judgments via DM when the Mons locked down this thread. After reading the comments and having time to cool down and think about all of this, I accept that I was the asshole in this situation. While I was right to be mad, I overreacted and made this situation something that it wasn't. This is also a wake-up call for me to stop being lazy and do a better job of securing my documents. I'll admit that the inconvenience of locking everything down led me to become sloppy. Not anymore. I've already ordered a lock for my office door and a fireproof safe for my paper files. My desk has lockable drawers and my computer is password protected. I'm also seriously considering a security camera. Last night, I probably spent 20 minutes apologizing to both my niece and sister. I promised that I would never yell at her or use that type of language towards her ever again. She accepted my apology. We gave each other a hug and she apologized for being in the office. My sister forgave me as well. I also took them out to their favorite restaurant. My niece and I had a conversation over dinner about the importance of attorney-client privilege and the secure handlings of confidential information. Two things that are extremely important if she's serious about becoming a lawyer. She seems genuinely curious and I answered all of her questions as I could about the type of cases that I handle. When we got home, I decided to surprise her. I showed her around the office and I let her take another picture at my desk after I put away all my sensitive files, of course. Thanks, Reddit. He seems really mature. Happy now. ending. That was a great, a great turnaround. That because, was a great turnaround. Yeah. I, I honestly still would have been a little bit better towards the kid. <laughs> bitter yeah yeah like, but like yeah i mean kids make mistakes and stuff it's all about yeah. teaching them the right way that's why like yeah they're the kid deserved uh firm discipline and stuff like that for sure mm -hmm. it's nice that everyone apologized and everyone forgave each other yeah absolutely great ending all right moving along this one comes from a-i-t-a-h am i the asshole for refusing my parents their grandchildren because they killed my cat what a perfect time what? for Cat what? Jack to come in. Oh my gosh, Jackie. I, 26 female, moved to a new state about a year ago to live with my husband, 24 male. When we were moving me down, I had a cat named Kylo. Cutest little tuxedo cat with a personality to follow. I had to house Kylo with my parents until my husband and I could afford to bring him home. I had a few cats pass away from being outdoor cats. Shy from a hit and run... Ashley from a nasty neighbor poisoning her and pumpkin running away. Oh, pumpkin. When I He's dropped orange cat. <laughs> when I dropped Kylo off to my parents, I explicitly told them to keep Kylo inside and that he was strictly an indoor cat. They agreed when I initially dropped them off, but after moving down, I'd get messages saying, Oh, but he's curious. He just wants to see. Side note, my parents own three dogs and keep the back door open full time. I constantly told them, no, Kylo is an indoor cat. Keep him inside. I begged and begged them to respect my decision with my cat, and I had thought they had. 
I had received a phone call from my father saying that Kylo was hit by a car and killed today, September 17, 2023. What the fuck? In the midst of sobbing and yelling at my dad, I told you to keep him inside. My dad said, oh, stop. It's just a cat. So I promptly hung up on him and immediately called my best friend, 26 female. After a good cry and a stern talking, my husband and I decided to keep my parents from watching their grandchildren without us there, no matter the circumstances. If they can't respect my one wish with my cat, what's to say they will respect my wishes with my children? So am I the asshole for not allowing my parents to, the chance to babysit their grandchildren? 100% not at all. No. Screw these parents. It actually, oh my God. This I, one makes me so angry. so sad and angry. It's just a cat. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. No, literally. Literally. Just a cat. It's just a cat. This is my child. My child, I birthed this cat. Just a cat, not just a cat. Cutie, cutie, cutie. Okay, I would die. These for parents him. are terrible. Like you can't respect no. your kids' wishes. Yeah, I literally wouldn't trust you with my my kids. Why no. would I trust you with my kids? I couldn't even trust you with my cat. You literally got my cat killed. Yeah. I'm gonna say, don't let my toddler swim in the pool, and then I'm gonna find out my kid exactly. drowned. Exactly. Like, oh, he was just curious about the water. He wanted to go swimming so bad. He was crying. Literally. So you let him? Yeah. Exactly. No. No. I. This is a hundred percent warranted. I am on this girl's side. Hundred percent. Yeah. Without question. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with these people? I know. So there's no overall vote on this one. I'm not sure why. But the top we'll comment. We'll give the vote. Asshole. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, not the asshole. Not the asshole, yeah. Parents are the asshole. Um, top comment, though, is not the asshole. Your sentence said it all. If they can't respect my one wish with my cat, what is to say they will respect my wishes with my children? What if your children have allergies or an intolerant to certain foods? The old, oh, but he, she, they were curious. They really wanted peanut butter. They just wanted to taste of a forbidden food item. Won't work a second time. Yeah. No, for sure. You can't trust them. You literally cannot trust them. Yeah. No. No, that's a great that's a great point because it's like, yeah, if if the kid's really crying for peanut butter and they're allergic to peanuts, yeah. what do you do? You're just gonna give in? Yeah, exactly. No. Just, no. Oh, this one makes me angry. This one made me very angry. Nama piach. <laughs> Nama piach means uh I don't like in Italian. Yeah, Teresa's Italian and picking up these little Italian words. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on from this yeah, sad let's one <laughs> move on my turn am i the asshole for insisting my pregnant sister switches bedrooms with me this one has uh eight thousand upvotes from nine months ago it's posted by rta776 throw away because i don't want it to be connected with my main my sister and i both mid-20s females i'm a few years older share a house together it was our parents' house that we both inherited after they died. We have equal share slash ownership of the house. The house has four bedrooms. One is the master room and has an ensuite and a walk-in wardrobe. The other three just have built-in robes. When we both moved back in after deciding that neither of us wanted to sell, we agreed that she could have the master suite, but the two largest of the other bedrooms would both be mine. One is the actual bedroom and the other is for a gaming room for me. The last and smallest bedroom is a guest room. Her boyfriend has been living here for a while and she recently told me that she's pregnant. I'm not particularly looking forward to sharing the house with a screaming baby, but it's her house too and she has every right to be here and raise her kid. 
Obviously, the baby will need a bedroom, and I was expecting that to be the guest room. It is the smallest bedroom in the house, but it is still the same size as a standard bedroom. But my sister wouldn't go for that. She's insisting I move my stuff out of the games room so that it can be for the baby room. I told her that I'm not moving my stuff into the guest room because that wasn't our agreement. But she then informed me that actually I won't be able to do that either as we would still need a guest room, especially with the baby coming as her boyfriend's family will want to visit. So I said, fine, you can have my games room if you move into my room and give me the master room. Mm -hmm. She started crying and said that as a mother, she's going to need her own space and she deserves the master bedroom. I asked what she expected me to do and she said I could just suck it up and keep all my crap in my own room. We were at an impasse and I can't get her to come to a real agreement with me. She keeps calling me a huge bitch and says that I should let her have both the master bedroom and my gaming room because she needs them more. Her boyfriend says I should just deal with it. That because I don't want kids anyway. I should just suck it up. My girlfriend, who also spends a lot of time here, is on my side and says my sister is being spoiled and an entitled little brat. Am I the asshole? absolutely not right what oh my god this one is that's like entitlement too it is very entitled of her like okay she's pregnant why don't they move out yeah go buy a bigger house why don't they move out because they live there for free because they live there for free okay well maybe you could sell the house split the the proceeds and everyone could buy their own house if that's that's it. You issue. you made an agreement because you just because you're having a baby doesn't interrupt your sister's life. Yeah, that should not affect her life at it's all. And just because fault. she doesn't want to have kids, yeah, she she should get. And that's reasonable. It's no. reasonable being like, okay, well, if you want this bedroom, then switch bedrooms with me. Give me the master bedroom, so we're still on the same agreement. Just because yeah. you're having a kid doesn't affect her. Yeah. Exactly no exactly they could if she really wants the extra space that bad which is fine yeah she needs a baby room i still don't understand why she can't use the guest bedroom well she wants the guest bedroom for the family to come visit and stuff which i mean yeah that makes sense okay but like why you want it well it makes sense why you'd want to keep the guest bedroom i can understand that but that means that you got to make a compromise that means that you you have to make the compromise yep no 100 percent. you made the agreement when you started in yeah and i feel like she's also judgmental with saying like all her crap yeah, yeah, she doesn't respect her gaming she doesn't, room. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't respect her, what her sister, her hobbies. She can do whatever she wants with her space. That exactly. was the agreement that they made. Exactly. If you don't like it, then you can go back to the original plan, sell the house and buy the house that you want and sister will buy the house that she wants. Honestly, I think she's going to want that at some point because who wants the four-year-old running around? Yeah. On, okay, Baby, I'm four-year-old, also, five-year-old. I'm also thinking like, did they mention anything? Like, did they move in with the boyfriend? Is no, it- the boyfriend moved in with them. So they got the house because Sorry, the yeah, parents yeah, yeah. died, which is sad. They're both in their 20s and they don't have any parents, which is pretty sad. But originally, did the boyfriend move in? Sounds like the boyfriend moved in, which like, is already like should be kind of an issue because yeah. like, listen, the bedroom's for you. The bedroom, I'm not living with your boyfriend. That wasn't the agreement. Like, is he paying yeah, rent? Yeah, so he came after, right? Yeah, he came, he came after. That would bother me. That would bother me too. But then at the same time, it's like she has a girlfriend. So it's like, okay, my girlfriend who spends a lot of time here, she you can't ever say anything about her. She can spend as much time here as she wants. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, She doesn't seem to have a problem with the boyfriend. But it just seems like they're going to raise their whole family here in a 
a shared wouldn't they want to buy their own place exactly wouldn't you want your own place i feel like it comes down to affordability probably they're not considering that because they can't afford it well they have a free house yeah they can sell it and everyone could go their own ways true and if you can't like sorry but like don't have a kid if you can't afford it (laughs) yeah exactly don't have a kid if you can't afford it like people are having kids this episode is triggering me. Yep. <laughs> People are having kids when they really shouldn't be. If that's truly like you can't afford your own place, even if you rented, like, okay, you don't have to buy anywhere, but rent your own place. If you can't afford to live by yourself, exactly. don't have a kid. Uh, my God. Top comment. Not the asshole about giving up your rooms, but I am very doubtful this living situation is going to last. Uh-huh. She's doing a slow takeover and it only gets worse, especially if she has more kids. Have you ever discussed her buying out of your share or honestly just selling and getting your own home? Mm -hmm. Next comment said, OP, get locks for your rooms. And if buying out or selling is on your mind, bring that to the table. I would put a lock on that gaming room because I wouldn't be surprised if one day she came home and it was all just squished into her room. You don't know what she's capable of. People are are crazy. People (laughs) are psycho. Especially with like pregnant hormones and stuff like you don't know yeah exactly yeah not the asshole do not under any circumstance give up your gaming room or else they're going to try and move you out of that house too that's true tell her to take the guest room and make it into even two bedrooms for each the boyfriend's family can sleep on the sofa or they can go to a hotel you own half the home not him exactly so exactly she's concerned about her in-laws coming and staying over it's not even his place it's not his place. Exactly. It's their place. Overall vote's not the asshole, and there is an edit. Edit. She can't buy me out. She doesn't have the money. We each got some money along with the house, but she wanted a fancy Range Rover, so most of hers went to that, and she can't get a loan because she's only working part-time at Macca's at the moment. I still have all of my money plus some of my own savings, so I will be having a discussion with her, rebuying her out, the house is located in a nice slash expensive area, so what she gets from me for her half will be enough for her to buy an average three-bedroom home in a cheaper area. Really, really don't want to sell if I can help it, as house has been in the family for a long time. That's understandable. They didn't want to sell it in the first place. That's fine, but it seems like someone has to give in. Sounds like and the pregnant seems- sister is an irresponsible person. Yeah. Sounds like this pregnancy wasn't planned. And uh, sounds like she spends her money on a Range Rover while she's working part time. So uh, sounds like this she sounds... sister is just irresponsible all around. Yeah, no, I she shouldn't be having a kid. She should not be having a kid if red she's flags. that irresponsible Some red with money. All right, moving along. All right, this one comes from A I T A H, and it was posted six, six months ago. Am I the asshole for not allowing my parents to sleep in the same bed? I think you know where this is going, but there's no definitive answer on who's in the wrong. Also, for simplicity's sake, I'll be saying my parents, but it is my mother and my stepfather. My mother and stepdad have been together since I was little. So I'm a 25-year-old woman with two other si- two older siblings, both male. When we were growing up, we were never allowed girlfriends or boyfriends to spend the night, which I felt was fair enough. When my brother got to about 16, however, their girlfriends were allowed to spend nights, but they had to sleep in the spare room. Again, fair. That makes sense to me. I was always somewhat of a tomboy, so as you can imagine, teen boys didn't show much interest in me romantically, so I didn't get my first boyfriend until I was already 18. 
My parents wouldn't allow him to spend the night at all despite us being over 18. I wouldn't have mind if my brothers had been held to the same standard, but I felt as if they were favored over me. It isn't even because they disliked my boyfriend at that time either. Everyone seemed to love him. That relationship didn't last more than six-ish months, so I dropped it after a while. I got with my now fiancé when I was 22, and we've been engaged for a year. We're getting married in only a few months. Still, just like every time before, my parents wouldn't allow him to spend the nights until a few months after we got engaged, after I brought it up to them. It wasn't a conflict, but they knew I was irritated and allowed him to start using the spare bedroom. We moved in together not long after, so it, it didn't really matter. Now, I may be an asshole. My mother asked about wedding planning the first time she even contacted me since the move, and I told her I still had a lot to sort out, but I was getting through it, and she practically insisted on coming up to me and having a week of mother-daughter bonding time, where she could help me with the wedding planning. My fiancé isn't a very social person and is happy to be the money bags behind the wedding decisions. <laughs> he, he He just likes to give his little opinions, and I'm sure to include them when he does. My parents arrived and we spent the first day going out to dinner. I'd like to point out that the two aren't married and are steadfast that they won't be getting married again. Both of them divorced already. My stepdad twice. So as the night was slowing down, they asked me to show them to their room. I directed my mother to one guest room and my stepfather to another. We have a three bedroom with no kids. yet we have the space. My mother said that there was plenty of room in one for them both and instructed my dad, my stepdad to come in with her. I explained that, just like she told me, it was my house and I didn't want them sharing the bed in my house. I basically repeated word for word what she would tell me when I'd complained about my brothers getting better treatment than me when it came to their partner. I told her that actually they were in the same position I was in because neither of us were married. She tried saying it was different because they had been together for almost 20 years. I told them that it didn't matter because this is my house and my decision is final. Just like how my mother would shut any decisions about it back then. I was sure to mention how my brothers were allowed their partners and I wasn't, but she claimed I was making it up. They stayed the night and left for home the next day, which I preferred because I was happy wedding planning on my own and i haven't heard from them since my grandmother has called me to tell me off for it though so i'm wondering if i'm in the wrong am i the asshole <laughs> um yeah you are the asshole but are you in the wrong i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah that's kind of an asshole uh, thing to do it's spiteful yeah. i mean you're the kid they're the parent they've obviously been together but i mean when you get a chance at karma, how to get your sweet, sweet revenge? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think it's warranted, especially if you still felt spited so much longer. It's your house. You can do what you want. Do you want to be? Are you an asshole? Yeah. Are you in the wrong? Man, eh, maybe not. But I, you got to yeah. be okay with being the asshole when you do stuff like that. I fully agree. I do think she is a bit of an asshole. Yeah. No, that's definitely an <laughs> asshole move for sure. But there's sometimes there's nothing wrong with being an asshole. You just have to be okay with the consequences. Yeah. Obviously, you knew you're going to piss your mom off and your father-in-law off or your stepdad, not stepdad, whatever. Obviously, you knew that you're going to piss them off. So you just have to be okay with those consequences. And you, you really think anybody else is going to be on your side? You have to know that you're going to be by yourself. Right. Your grandma doesn't know what you suffered through so yeah. you can't expect them to be on your side everybody definitely gonna think you're the asshole yeah well because you kind of are 
<laughs> I mean, I think it's definitely warranted, especially because she was given different treatment than her brothers. For sure. Which is bullshit. The best part is that she basically used her words verbatim back against her. Yeah. And got her sweet, sweet karma. Yes. Very spiteful, very revenge and revengeful. I, I, I honestly like I think that the the mother in law should be apologizing for no, how it's she her parents. Ch- parents, sorry. Uh father in law and mother should be no. well stepdad. It's not her to real not dad. Father in law, stepdad. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like oh, I see what I said. Yeah, stepdad. <laughs> I think that they owe her an apology. I think that should have been a realization of how they treated her as a kid. Yes. And they owe her an apology from when there was a kid and i think once they apologize for how they used to treat her she should apologize for the stunt that she pulled mm-hmm. because yeah. i think that's how she expected it to go so there is an edit edit a lot of people are confused at my mother's house we were not allowed to ever sleep in the same bed ever only months after we got engaged did my mother allow him to sleep in a spare room also i said i don't mind the rules they have it's their home, but it was a double standard for me. I had to wait until 25 to have my fiance stay at my house my house when my brothers could have whoever they wanted from 16. We were engaged by the time they let him. I was no longer a child, and it's not like I've been holding on resentment for years after it stopped, as some misguided people claimed. It was months ago it ended. Also, my intention was never to make them sleep the whole week separately. It was initially a, uh, now the power is in my hands. Do you see the error of your ways? If they did, we could have moved on and laughed about it and they would have slept in the same bed because they didn't and doubled down and started getting aggressive with me claiming I was making things up. I stuck to it. I know I'm being assholey, but am I the asshole in the situation I'm in? Okay, yeah, you're not <laughs> the asshole. You are assholey, and she recognizes yeah. that. And yeah, it's as simple as the mother recognizing that oh now that this is the situation okay maybe i was this way and it seemed like she was looking for an apology yeah and if she got it she would have been like okay like she was proving a point she was proving a point and And she finally had the power to prove that point and no the asshole is your mom or your parents for sure for sure because the double standard makes me so angry it's obviously not like if that if that rule was was put for everyone in the household even her brother's fine i still don't really get it like yeah. at 25 you're well gonna... you don't really get it because did you ever have anybody sleep over no obviously uh, not. so when i was growing up i don't know what the rule was for madison and cat my sisters like they would have to weigh in on this of what my mom or dad did but i remember cat having a boyfriend i remember madison having boyfriends i don't really remember any of them sleeping over though but I know like I got kicked out when I was in grade nine. And then when I moved back in grade 11, I did try to have a girl sleep over one time. And my mom did not let me sleep in the same room with her. And I was very surprised that that happened. And then later on, when I had my high school girlfriend, I used to always have to sleep in the guest bedroom. Whenever I slept over, I always had to sleep in the guest bedroom. And then her twin sister started dating like one of my best friends. And then I would wake up in the morning because once it was the morning, then I would go in and I'd say good morning. And he was like, he was there. He was always there. I'm like, dude, it's like 730. I woke up like I woke up at 4 4 a.m. last night and I didn't see you in the, the one spare bedroom. I had like two pillow couches. I'm like, I never saw you. He's like, yeah, I um, I, I don't go there. I just I just sleep there. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, in the morning when she comes in, I just say like, I woke up early and I came back over. <laughs> Oh. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I've been sleeping on this couch for months. 
so I don't know what these the. Uh, I feel like that's a fair rule when kids are kids of not if they want to sleep over they don't sleep in the same bedroom and stuff. So, but it all comes down to fairness between siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the double standard because she's a girl. Like I fucking hate that. It's like. It's like if your worst fear is like having sex and getting pregnant, like your son could still get someone pregnant. Yeah. And you're still going to be responsible for it. Yeah. Like, and you think, you think they're not having sex anywhere else? Like parents they, need to wake up. Yeah. They don't have sex. when We don't have sex. Like people don't have sex when they sleep. Exactly. They do the deed. We just want to cuddle. No, no, no. They, the, the sex is done before bedtime happened. <laughs> and then went to separate rooms. You don't have you don't have sex at three a.m. while you're sleeping. Yeah, all so. that stuff happens between like eight to twelve p.m. <laughs> okay, where <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> okay, you're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, top comment. This would be a good one for r slash malicious compliance too. Yeah, I don't think I'd call you an asshole. After all, you're treating them in exactly the way they treated you, and what's good for the goose and all that. Bottom line is that you. Is that, as you say, your house, your rules, and if you choose to make them abide by your rules, you have to, even if it seems petty. That's your choice. So there's no overall vote, actually. I don't. I think AITAH doesn't provide overall votes. No. Um, like Emma the asshole does, but AITAH doesn't. Um, but a second comment, second top comment is not the asshole. They aren't even engaged. They are just boyfriend slash girlfriend. Maybe if they got married, you can revisit this issue. <laughs> so it seems like most of the people are on not the asshole side. Good. Which is, yeah. I think, yeah, we would agree, right? Not the asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. For okay. sure. All right. Moving along. Am I the asshole for insisting my sister buy my son a new PlayStation? This was from 22 days ago, 5,000 upvotes. It's a pretty short one. My 10-year-old son gets a PlayStation for Christmas. My four-year-old nephew stuck a piece of ham in the disc part and tried to turn it on. He also dropped a controller on the hard floor, damaging it very slightly. The PlayStation is okay, but I'd rather my sister buy my son a new one and take this in. My sister said I was being ridiculous and this one is still fine. I told my sister, unless she buys it, I am not having them over again. Am I the asshole? Wait, so the PlayStation still works? Yes. Then yeah, you're the asshole. Think so? I do. Okay, I think this one's similar to the engagement ring getting flushed down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I guess Very so. Very similar. No, you're responsible for your kids' actions and stuff. You are responsible, yes, but he didn't break it. So why do, why does she need a new PlayStation? I think Just she... because it's not broken doesn't mean that it's not broken. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, uh, if it works fine, what's the issue? If it works fine. Well, let me go into the comments and we'll get into it. Okay. Well, the story doesn't explain that it's working top, any differently. Top comment. All of these, you the asshole votes are killing me. Not the asshole. Sony won't honor the warranty if something goes wrong in two weeks and they open it up and see ham juice leaked everywhere in there. Your sister should have been supervising her child. When my kid was that age, I watched him like a hawk. 
because four-year-olds do four-year-olds things, and I knew it was my responsibility to replace things he damaged. All that being said, you shouldn't be telling your sister the nephew can't come back until the PS5 is replaced. You should be telling her your nephew can't come back until she keeps an eye on him enough to ensure that he isn't damaging things in your house. The kid was unattended long enough for him to get some ham, take it to the console, get the console open, insert the ham, push some buttons, then wing a controller. That's not an accidental spill. That's your sister ignoring her kid that has voided the warranty on a $500 console. I agree. I agree fully that the sister should have been watching her four-year-old. And also four-year-olds are piss me off, man. Like, why the fuck are you sticking ham into a controller? What is... For what? Literally for what? But okay, whatever. Besides the point. Um, I still don't think like... Unless it breaks... But the thing is, is yeah, like like people said, and the other ones come on. Just because it works fine now doesn't mean the damage won't reveal itself down the line. Okay, any but juice at from the hand could cause the PS5's components to degrade. That's fine, but then at how do that you, point, how do you prove it at that point? What do you mean? Like a PS5 would work perfectly fine for over a decade. Like my PS4 has been like a decade and it works fine. But if someone, if there's like ham juice in there, maybe like. Six months later, it's wrecked. And then who forgot about the ham juice and all that stuff? No. How would they forget? I'm sure no, they would forget like, about this situation. Here's your PS5. I would like a new one, please. That'd be like... I don't know. That'd be like someone spilled orange juice on some brand new J's. Oh, you can still wear them as shoes and stuff. I guess. That'd be like I spilled chocolate milk on your Taylor Swift sweater over there. And I'm like, oh, it'll wash out. It will. But then it's stained. <laughs> But then there's a circle patch. And I'm like, oh, that's only a small circle patch. Like, you can still wear it. The sweater will still keep you warm. <laughs> okay, fine. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the one thing that gets me is like, how does a ham slice get in a PS5? Like that's it, what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Kids are so stupid. But no, how does a ham slice even get in a PS5? Because like, I don't know how I don't have a PS5. I have a PS4. But you have to push the disc into it. So like, I don't know how that would work. Like, I don't I'm think the PS5s like open up. a slice of ham. Yeah, but I'm thinking that would be like too thin to push through anything. There's like a resistance flap to seal it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the logistics. Kids do the darndest things. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Wish I had a PS5. <laughs> they're not five hundred dollars for Canadians. They're eight hundred plus thirteen percent tax. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall vote is um, not the asshole. Not the asshole. P O O mode. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, moving along. Teresa's turn. All right. This one also comes from A I T A H. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not inviting my sister to my wedding because she didn't invite me to hers? I, 24 female, am getting married in a few weeks. Seven years ago, my sister got married and I was so excited. I talked to her about the wedding, what dress I'll be wearing, and if I could help her plan it as she was always dismissive. And a few weeks before the wedding, she told me that it would be 18 plus. She said she wanted to exclude annoying kids and made this rule as she can't make exceptions and all this crap. She also said I was too young for the adult atmosphere and whatever. My 18th birthday was a week after the wedding. I was devastated and I begged my sister to let me come. I really wanted to be there to support her. My stepmom refused to go to the wedding as a result of that and my dad almost divorced her over that, amongst other things. 
I eventually accepted it and told my sister that I would not invite her to my wedding. She scoffed and laughed and said I was being immature and I'll forget about it. My fiance's dad owns a massive yacht company. They rent out yachts, make repairs, and sell equipment. The wedding party will take place on a yacht which can accommodate 200 guests. Damn. She asked me about the wedding and I flat out told her she wasn't invited. She said I was being petty and how hurtful I was and that she and that her reasons were justified and it's in the past. To be honest, I feel she just wants to be on the yacht and not so much support me. I told her that she should have thought about that back then and now she understands how I feel and that she's only jealous that my wedding will be better than hers. My dad called me and said I need to stop being petty and invite her to and other family agree. I told them no and after some arguing they respected it. My sister is being a bitch about it on Facebook. Edit, a friend suggested I should make my sister delete all the Facebook posts and write an apology letter saying why it was wrong to exclude me from the wedding. I think that's cringe, but what do you all think? Yep, and then post it on Facebook. And I want a public apology on why you didn't uh, invite me to your wedding. I want to post it on Facebook, and then you're still not invited. Now, karma. I love (laughs) karma. Yes, exactly. No, especially she was... Gonna be eighteen one week well, after like, the it's wedding. It's different if you're like eleven, but you're seventeen. Like, come on, you're basically also, an adult that can't drink. Also, to say it's an eighteen plus wedding, like I think when people say no kids, they mean like thirteen and younger. Yeah, like those are the annoying. Not even kids. thirteen, like ten and under, like yeah. twelve, eleven. Those like, are the annoying. If you're in kids. high school. You're you're fine. You can come there. And also, like most of these stories are probably from the states. So, like eighteen plus, like you can't drink till you're twenty one anyway. So. I don't know if it's not like yeah. an alcohol issue. This one almost should have been in last week's wedding episode. If I you guys know. want to see more of those wedding stories and you're <laughs> the first time listener, make sure you go check out our previous episodes. Yeah. You can also find us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube if you're not currently listening on one of those platforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I fully support this. <laughs> I don't think she's being petty or an asshole no, at all. No, at all. This is karma. Yeah. I would think she's an asshole if she gives up and lets the sister come. Suck it dad you can go fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah no she's and the fact that she says she feels that she just wants to come to the wedding because it's going to be cool and not to support her that is disgusting it seems like they don't have a great relationship no, anyways exactly. how old is this sister nobody with this name this age is allowed to come it's like there's uh, one cousin who's actually like the same thing he's like oh shit. <laughs> yeah um it seems like the sister's older because she uh, there's no mention of age but uh no, I mean, if they had a good relationship, there wouldn't have been a need to have spiteful karma. Like, yeah, if that sister was a good sister, there would have been like, yeah, it would have sucked that you weren't allowed. But if other things happen and, uh, you know, amendments were made and stuff like that, she still wouldn't feel this strongly about it. Mm-hmm. But obviously she does. And she is okay with her not being there because yeah. she never had a good relationship with her sister going forward. It still stayed as yeah. a shitty relationship. Yeah. Like there's, this is, yeah. This is seven years after the fact. Exactly. So obviously there is still some resentment there. 100%. And it, it, yeah, it's probably due to other issues in the relationship. Exactly. So. If they had a good relationship, the resentment wouldn't really matter. She wouldn't be so upset about it, but obviously the sister has still been a terrible sister to her for all of those years where she's like, yeah, you're I don't need you there. I don't I don't want you there. You're you're a shitty person. Screw you. Mhm. Yeah. Uh so top comment. 
your wedding, your rules. Maybe your sister can rent a dinghy and get people to toss her canopies. Not the asshole. Damn straight. hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Okay. Moving along. This one, this one, uh, this one's kind of a sad one, but it's oh. okay. This one uh, was posted 11 days ago. It's got 14,000 upvotes. It's from AITA not sharing. Am I the asshole for telling my friend's dad my mom returned everything he got me for store credit for herself? So last year, my mom married Mark and we moved to a new state. We have a three-bedroom house. My mom and Mark have one room. Mark's daughter, Lily, 10, has her own room. And I, 13 female, share with my brothers 16, 18, and 22. (gasps) So four people in one bedroom. What? Mark doesn't want my mom to work, but he also doesn't give her money for us because that's our dad's job. So I was kind of on my own to get anything I needed. A guy at my school noticed I don't have a lunch most of the time, so he started bringing extra food for me when I started going to his house after school. They've been really nice to me. They take me out with them, and they got me a pair of shoes because mine were too small. They went all out for me for Christmas. I got two pairs of boots, another two pairs of shoes, six pairs of jeans, four leggings, like 20 shirts, two jackets, a raincoat, rain boots, umbrella, a new backpack, and water bottle, and even hair stuff and some makeup. They also got me glasses, but that wasn't really a Christmas present. My mom took everything back for store credit and she used it to get herself stuff. My my friend's dad picked me up the day after Christmas to take me to camp. He signed me and my friend up for a cooking camp during winter break. And I told them what happened. He called CPS and they came to camp to talk to me. A couple days later then, they came to the house and now I'm staying with my friend and his dad. (gasps) Great. He reordered everything he got me, plus he had me go into Target and some other stores to get a couple of things until everything gets here. But my mom is really mad at me that I told him, and she's saying I got her in a lot of trouble, so I wanted to know if I was wrong for telling him that she returned everything. This makes me so sad. I'm, like, this makes literally me so getting sad. emotional. This makes me so sad. Like, somebody who's literally 13 who, like, comes on this site and, like, has to deal with this stuff. <laughs> I'm literally And now can, like, wow. That... Ah, that's making me sad too. Like that's um <laughs> why'd you have to read this one? That's heavy. Who can treat their kids like that? That's disgusting. Like bro, she already has to share a bedroom with three older brothers, but one of them one's eighteen and one's twenty-two but still lives at home. Like bro, that's rough. I I feel like this kid is so strong. She's only thirteen years old. Literally. And for her to like get like the other parent involved and you know him having to call cps and stuff like that that is very strong of her it's good on that parent well it's not like she asked him to do that or anything no but i think like she didn't even know what cps was before she wrote this post maybe yeah it's (sighs) i think she's gonna be a really strong woman growing up for sure um but Honestly, it happened for the best that she's out of that family now. I think the thing that makes me sad is imagine how many other kids are in this situation and don't have a good friend. Yeah, no, it's so true. Top (sighs) comment was, uh, not the asshole. You are not wrong. Parents take care of their kids. It's our job and privilege to do so. I'm sorry, OP, but your mom and your stepdad were mistreating you and neglecting you. Yeah. Your friend's family was able to see this. And so they, and I'm so glad they got CPS involved. Yeah. 
She then responded and said, my mom's never been this mad at me before. I think I'm going to be here for a long time. My friend's dad had to pick out new paint and furniture for my room. There was, that uh, literally breaks my heart. There was another comment that said, not the asshole, let me say it again. None of this is your fault. Your mother had no right to take your things. They weren't hers. I'm so sorry you're in this situation, that you don't have great parents. You did not get her in trouble. Her poor decisions got you in trouble. Did she not think that your friend's dad wouldn't notice that you were never wearing the stuff they bought you? Even if you had told him that, he would have asked about it sooner or later. And where is your dad in all of this? Does he keep in touch and ask you about what you need? Opie says, I think he's in jail. Haven't seen him or talked to him since I was little. Wow. So... Stepdad is also an asshole because he's like, they're oh, all assholes. I'm not giving you any money for your kids. And she's an asshole for even being with him. Yeah, 100%. Uh, every, this, this is just, everything's terrible. This is and then terrible. Who, who like steals from their kid like that? Like, that's disgusting. That's so disgusting. It's fucked up. So yeah. it made me so sad. Why is this one so heavy, this episode? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, can we move on? Or do you have more? Um, no, I don't, I don't have more. I'm just wondering if this, um, if this person makes any other updates. For 13 year olds, like go on Reddit and ask for help or like opinions. It's crazy. One of them said, I freaked out when you said you had to share a bedroom with a male teenager and two men. She's like, I've shared a room and beds with them since I was five. I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. He said, uh, you shared bed with two adult males and a teen male. What the fuck? My oldest brother and I had the top bunk and my other brothers had the bottom bunk. So there was four people sleeping in two bunk beds. Oh my God. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's heavy and sad. And I hope that kid gets to live with her friend for a long time. Me too. Wow. Uh, that, that made me feel things. Yeah. Okay. That was a. Thread talk first, crying on the podcast. <laughs> Probably many more to come. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one comes from Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for leaving a family gathering because my family made me sit at a kid table? <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to bring up my spirit a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Oh for context. I haven't seen my full family together in quite some time, so they set up a a get-together at a park today. My family gathering includes me, 22 male, my brother, 21, my sister, 25, her husband, 29, and their two kids, my dad, stepmom, and her kids, 6 and 9, aunt, uncle, my two cousins, 15 and 20, grandma, and grandpa. I get there with some picnic items. I brought a quiche and the cups. And see a few family members setting up. I said hi and help set up the tables and set the food out. We talk and play games while others show up. When everyone gets there, we sit down to eat. I sit next to my dad and get a weird look from my aunt as she says to me, this is the adult's table. To which I reply, I am an adult. She tells me that the first and second generation are considered adults and the third and fourth generations should sit at the kids table since we don't have much to contribute to adult conversations. I tell her that I can drink and that I drove here, that I pay rent and have a job. So how am I considered a child? She says that until I have kids of my own, I'll have to sit at the kids table. According to my aunt, there are eight children, ages six to 22, and eight adults, ages 25 to 75. 
So I should just sit at the kids' table since it'll be even. But there's plenty of space at the adult table, and I don't want to be stuck with five literal children. She still disagrees, and at this point, my uncle and grandparents back her up. So I say fuck it, and I take my quiche back, tell him to have a nice day, and drive away. I get a few texts telling me to come back by my dad and my grandparents. I ask if aunt is going to apologize, and they ask for what? That was enough for me to disregard their other messages and calls until I got home where I am now. I feel shitty that I may have possibly ruined a nice family gathering, but feel my family doesn't respect me at all enough to say that I'm a child and apparently have the same mentality as six-year-olds. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. What? What? I would have blew up Bro, more. I would have blew up more. <laughs> this aunt is the biggest bitch. And then everybody else is a fucking asshole for being on her side. It doesn't say the age, right? But he says he's old, he or she, uh, whatever. It says he's that, 22. Oh, he's 22. So he's yeah. old. He's not. He's an adult. He's, he's an a full-blown adult. <laughs> You're a full-blown adult. And if there's room, it's one thing if there's no room, uh, whatever. Yeah. You're still pretty rude that you can't make room. Yeah. But no, not the adult. This family sucks. I would, yeah. I would cut off from this family. I would be like... I'm not coming to any future family yeah, gatherings. Why I would I? Go. Why would I want to go anywhere with them again? I would not Th- go. Back. That's ridiculous. It's one thing if there was like a couple other people that were all part of it, and the table was full, and it's yeah. like this is the adult table. But even then, it's not like this is the adult table. It's like this is where I sat down. Like whatever. Like yeah, exactly. It's like I don't have a problem sitting with kids. That's not an issue. It's just that you're dividing it adults first and second generation compared to kids third and fourth generation and you're not like they're claiming you're not an adult and you are not allowed to sit here that's bullshit fucking boomers (laughs) (laughs) fucking boomers for real like the entitlement my family would never do that like i I do remember like there was kids tables um at my family functions but it used to be fun to go to yeah. the kids table when you're a kid because exactly. the other kids were there and you know sometimes there'd be the older cousin who was cool and like oh he's still at the kids <laughs> table he's so cool he's like whatever yeah and then when i became older like when i was like 18 and stuff i was that old cousin who was uh, for the my second cousins and stuff like that i felt yeah. cool being the cool ki- the oldest yeah. kid at the kids table. like it's fine if you want to sit at the you kids, table, sit at the totally kids table there's nothing wrong with having a kids table and an adult table yeah. because they're completely different but you can't tell someone who's bringing food, who's participating, who is actually an adult, that they can't be there because they're not part of that gen. And not to have your dad, your parents stick up for you and be like, yo, don't treat my kid like that. What are you doing? Like, he's a full grown adult. Like, he can sit wherever he wants. He made a freaking quiche. Are any of your six-year-olds making quiche? Exactly. Good thing he took the quiche with him. Yeah. And then they couldn't even apologize and stuff like that. No, they're all the assholes. Asking asking, uh, the aunt to the apologize. Asking the aunt to apologize and saying, for what? For what? What do you mean, for what? For what? Suck a dick. <laughs> Fucking rude. Rude ass family yeah. and stuff like that. Did Is there an update or anything? Um, overall vote is not the asshole. Good. Um, edit. This really blew up. Thanks for the awards and all the positive comments. And no, this doesn't mean that those bridges are burned. Family is family, but I'll make my own private table with blackjack and hookers next time with VIP access. Oh, they're burnt to me. I know. Last thing I want to say is that you just lost the game. 
Yeah, I don't get that. But your point to me, like, why would I want to go to another social gathering again with my family when you're going to force me to sit at the kids' table? Like, it doesn't even sound, it sounds like he was the first child born. He's the oldest one and everybody else are literal children. Sounds like he was, the dad was the oldest sibling. He was the only one who was a kid and the rest of them are all like eight and stuff like that or something like that. Literal kids and stuff. Well, there's a cousin that's 20. And was the cousin forced to sit at the kids' table? So I'm wondering, like, if he had a problem with it. There's no mention, obviously, but... Yeah, no, that's rude. Like, you're an adult. It's one thing if there's no more room. But even if there's no more room, it's like, I was sitting here. So what, Grandpa? Go enjoy your grandkids. Like, there's really no... Yeah. there. I, there's nothing wrong with having an adult table and the kids' table because the kids are kids. But doesn't mean that nobody can go sit wherever they want. Like, Yeah, it shouldn't be so, like, if you're like a kid, divided. If like, you're a kid kid and you're like 10, you're like, oh, honey, your seat's over by the kids' table. Yeah. Whatever. But when you can hold an adult conversation and stuff. and you're Make per- a quiche. You make a quiche. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever uh, Did you ever have any family get-togethers in like a park? Never. Never? Never, ever. You know, you're Italian and you say that your family side is like so big and stuff like that. No, I never said that. But like people say Italians are so big and stuff. But yeah, like, Italians usually are, but mine isn't. Like our biggest, your biggest family get togethers have not been bigger than my family. My yeah. family get togethers. No, I agree. Yeah. My, uh, my, we used to have every summer, we used to go to, uh, it was the Robertson get together. So um, it was my grand, my dad's mom's side of the family. So it, every summer we had to go to this park. That I remember had a pool there and it was all these people. I didn't know who the hell they were <laughs> because um, like I only ever saw like my grandparents, kids and stuff like this. But this family get together was the Robertson. So it was like my grandmother's sister's. And their kids and stuff like that. Mm. So it was like all of these like second cousins like um, from my grandmother's sister's line that dropped down. And they're all the Robertsons. And I had no idea who the hell they were. And we used to go like every summer. It was like all of my grandmother's uh, children and then kids would go. And then all of my grandmother's sisters and siblings and their kids and all that stuff. It was like... It's huge. It's like 30, 40 people. Is one where you have like the water balloon games running around the park and stuff like oh, that. that. seems fun. There was like seven tables and stuff. Like it was always fun that we could always go up to like the swimming pool and then come back down. It was always a lot of fun. It happened like pretty much every year until my uh, grandmother passed away. But yeah, I just remember going. We had to go every single year and just remembering like, I don't know who the hell these people are. And I'm getting older and older and the people are like, oh, so good to see you again. And I'm like 13. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> no, I've never had a family reunion ever. Like that was only ever in movies for me. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it happened in real life for me. It was crazy. Yeah, I think that's like a Canadian thing. It was. Yeah, there, I remember the park. There was like a baseball a diamond beside the park, like part of the park, but beside away from the tables and stuff. And then there was also a tennis court and a pool. And yeah, it was uh, it was a nice place. It was kind of fun. It was yeah. lots of fun. That was awesome. Funny. Top comment, not the asshole. I love that you took your quiche with you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the best one. Yeah. All right, let's move along. All right, my turn. This one is, uh, this one's actually from the best of Redditor updates. So it kind of puts it together. This one is, uh, this one is pretty good. This one is um, trigger warning for assault and fear of sexual assault. But I, honestly, I, it doesn't really get into that. I don't, the trigger warning's there, but it's not. I don't know if it's that warranted, but you can be the description. So it's pretty light on those things. My 
male, 27, family wants me to break up with my girlfriend, F22, after how she responded to my brother's male, 22, prank. Another prank one. I'm already on her side. Pranks are not funny. All right. Uh, Hi, Reddit. Long time lurker. First time poster. I know how this title sounds, but I could honestly use some outside perspective since anyone else I could ask is biased towards the situation. I have been dating my girlfriend Lola for about two years now, and overall things have been great. My brother Ian has always been pretty weird whenever she comes up or is around. Ian and I are very close, talking to each other daily, but the conversation will usually change gears right as I start talking about anything Lola related. I thought maybe he was jealous of the time I was spending with her or maybe a little crush on her. Still, whenever we'd get together, he'd make comments about our age gap, poke fun at me for simping, and joke about her sleep disorder. Ian always enjoyed a good prank, either pranking or being pranked. He loves to laugh, and I genuinely believe that he goes to prank people. He means it in a way to share laughter. When he's tried to pull little pranks on Lola, though, he does things that he figured out triggers her disorder, like making sudden loud sounds, jumping out to scare, or one time I caught him before he was going to do the shaving cream sleep bit while she was taking a nap in the guest room. I warned him in more detail then that he shouldn't mess with her while she's sleeping, as interrupting her regulated cycles isn't good for her, and at the absolute best, she is the worst kind of cranky when she's woken up. Ian looked like he understood, and I thought that was that. I threw a New Year's Eve party a few days ago and invited Ian and a bunch of mine and Lola's friends. Everyone was having a good time. My watch went off with an alarm that we set for Lola to take a nap. She went off with a sleepy smile and I kept partying. A while later, we all heard a scream, followed soon after by cussing and something breaking. I panicked as it was in my room where Lola was and I ran through nearly kicking the door down to find she had shoved someone down and was yelling at them. I looked to see who it was and saw a spider mask that I unfortunately recognized was Ian's from years ago. I saw him scrambling to get away, but she only stopped when three of her friends pushed past me to pull her up and check on her before she ultimately passed out in her arms or in their arms what the heck ian scrambled off a floor and ripped the mask off revealing the work she'd managed to do in the time it took us to react he started bawling telling me that she was insane and abusive that he only wanted to make sure she wasn't going to sleep through the ball drop at this point everyone started yelling ian looked terrified and kept repeating that she was crazy and that i shouldn't be with someone who could do this to their boyfriend's brother some of my guy friends were yelling that if she did it to him she could do it to me all of her friends were screaming about how he should have known to leave a sleeping girl alone and how it was creepy ian ended up calling our mom to tell him that lola hurt him and she's furious lola's friends ended up carrying her out against my protest and my friends were nearly split down the middle i remember standing there while everyone argued while the ball dropped my mother calling me for the 10th time and lola finally texting me that she needs space to think since then we've lightly texted she's expressed that she can't shake her fear of what happened but she still hasn't told me from what from her side what actually happened Ian and my mom were trying to convince me to break up with her and chastising me for not helping or standing up for my brother when he was being assaulted. Also demanding an apology for not playing my part as the older brother. 
Ian has FaceTimed me. Uh, Ian has FaceTimed a few other family members, and now my aunt, who paid for both of our colleges and the house my mother and brother live in, and helped me get my apartment, is taking the three-hour drive up to make sure her boys are okay, which is stressing me out even more. On one hand, I know family is family, and I should stand up for the people who have helped raise me and become the person I am. On the other hand, Lola is my girlfriend and I adore her. I love her and I feel like I should be there to protect her. I don't want to push her boundaries, but not talking to her is a different kind of hurt. Ian is convinced that what he was doing was well-intended prank and was wrongfully punished for wanting to make sure everyone was enjoying themselves. I don't know if I believe that, but I've known Ian for 22 years. Growing up, we were inseparable. I don't want to doubt him just because love may be blinding me. How do I approach the situation with Lola? How can I convince my family that Lola isn't a threat? She's honestly the most sweet and caring person. She just can't be woken up, and part of me feels like she was pushed to that point. She was. Exactly. A hundred percent she was pushed. Like she was literally pushed into a corner and they didn't like her the outcome. He was warned, don't do this. She needs her sleep. She has a sleeping disorder. And he didn't like the consequences of his own actions. Exactly. No, Ian is an asshole. Yeah. Asshole. Gets even deeper. No. How? So relevant comments. After my dad left, everyone on my mom's side came together to help her get back on her feet after she lost her house and was out on the brink of losing her kids too. My mom had my sister and me young, and unfortunately, she couldn't finish high school taking care of young twins with my grandmother dying soon after. My aunts and extended family all came together to help raise us, get my mom the help she needed, and make sure we had what we needed for school, life, and really saved us from not just homelessness, but worse. I have such high respect for my family because I know what they did for me. My aunt personally tutored me after I was diagnosed with a learning disability, and because of her, I made it to graduation, let alone college. I joke that I wanted to be like her when I grow up, and now to know that the same people that I owe my life to are now upset at me because the choice I made has made me so incredibly anxious. I freeze up thinking about it just like I froze up in that room, and I don't know what to do. I love her. I know I do. I'm flustered. That's fair to feel like that. I know you're in the middle and for someone to do all of that for you and is demanding basically that you break up with your girlfriend, that puts you in a tough position for sure. Yeah, it's it's very tough. Like I would appreciate everything. Yes, like of course, like that is a big sacrifice for your aunt to make for us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she probably doesn't know the full story we're gonna get into that yeah Yeah, exactly and if she does know the full story she's still telling him to break up with her she's wrong exactly you have to you have to stick up for yourself so the next thing what makes bro's behavior even worse one of her friends from the party just texted me to chew me out for choking up at the party instead of standing up for lola A lot of the choice words were used, but the thing that stuck out with me was her calling my brother insensitive for not only disturbing her, but for using a phobia against her. It just clicked for me that he had on a spider mask. Lola has severe acrophobia. I'm going to guess that's the spear of spiders. Yeah. I know this and I'm racking my brain trying to think if even knew that or if it was bad luck that he decided to pull this scent with her. 
Thank you to everyone who has shared their advice and opinions and comments and DMs, even the more blunt and rude ones, letting me know in not acting. I was hurting my girlfriend as well. She called me a few minutes ago and I was happy to hear her voice, but I'm still crying from getting to. She sounded quite not like her usual bubbly self and she didn't say much other than ask if it was okay if we could talk tomorrow. I wanted nothing more than to keep her talking. I apologized over and over, but she thanked me for apologizing and kept changing the subject to where I wanted to meet her tomorrow. We decided it on a nice uh, crepe and tea place she likes, one of our first date spots, and then she hung up. I know now that I can't stay impartial. My aunt's going to be at my mom's soon, and I've been pacing my living room thinking of how I'm going to approach this with my family. I don't want to be rude, but I won't let my tone and language stop me from doing what I should have done in the first place. Ian has given a lot of excuses, but none of them make up for what he's put her through, and I let that slide for no good reason. After hearing her voice and how down she sounded, I feel ready for war. She might break up with me, and after reading all of your comments, I'm disgusted with my actions, and I'd leave me too. Honestly, I don't think he handled it that terribly like i think more the fact that he froze and just didn't do anything yeah but i don't know he shouldn't be getting so much hate for that because it's like it's his brother and it's his girlfriend it's like he's in the middle i would have punched my brother in the face (laughs) yes okay and also another comment um for the brother like whether he knew or not about her phobia is irrelevant because even if he didn't know about the phobia, he's still he waking her order. up. Yeah. yeah. He knew about the sleep disorder. He was explicitly told by the brother, exactly. do not wake her up. And even without a sleep disorder, you think yes. your prank is funny. Exactly. If you prank somebody and wake them up from sleep and they attack you because yeah. they're scared shitless, you reap what you sow. Exactly. You deserve to get punched in the face, scratched in the face. That, that's your own damn fault. You thought your prank was funny. It wasn't. Now you're paying the consequences. Yeah. You're going to do stupid shit. You better be tough. Exactly. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> There's an update. Okay. To everyone who has reached out to me with advice on how I can learn from this shitstorm, thank you. To everyone that has helped me understand that just because family has done a lot for you, it does not mean that you're indebted to them Mm -hmm. and can't have an opinion or a life of your own, thank you. To everyone that has reached out to me telling me that I'm such an idiot, I suck as a boyfriend, and they hope Loa leaves me, they wish she would beat both of us up, thank you. This won't be a full update as a lot happened yesterday, and frankly, I don't have time to get into everything with police and packing to deal with. In short, while a lot of you advise, I wait for Lola to tell me her side before I confront my family. They all came over to my apartment yesterday morning while I was writing out a list of questions for them. I was supposed to go over the night before, but I texted them saying I need time and if we could meet later today. But they obviously didn't like that and showed up unannounced. The fighting started almost immediately and initially I was thrown off by them being there, but I matched energy and started yelling back at them for their predatory and enabling behavior of Ian and how I couldn't believe they'd side with him over this golden rainbow Mm -hmm. baby aside. My aunt got in my face about disrespect, and while my mom cried and brother cussed me out, 
But I pointed at my computer and yelled back at them that if they genuinely believe Lola was the problem, then they were victim-blaming idiots Mm -hmm. that I wanted nothing more to do with. My mom kept crying, but I got my aunt's attention with the computer, and she took a close look at the screen. I was going through comments to write up with all the questions. And after a minute, she turned back to us, really my brother, and said, what is this? I explained Reddit and that I'd posted for help. Ian then stopped comforting mom and pushed past me to get to the computer, asking what right I had sharing family business on the internet. My aunt stopped him and asked, why didn't you tell us you were alone with her? You never told me she was sleeping. To say Hmm. all hell broke loose would be an understatement. Like a switch, my mom almost immediately stopped loudly crying and looked over at my aunt confused. Ian started shaking his head and reiterated his version of the story, which listening to was infuriatingly off. I'd figured out that not only did he tell mom and our extended family a version of the story in which Lola was all too violent with him when he jumped from behind a door to give her a little spook, but he left out the details that put him in any bad light. I started yelling again, calling him a liar, but he started crying and called me a liar who was just trying to lie for my girlfriend. At the sight of my brother crying, my mom pleaded with us to stop. My aunt scrolled more on the screen. It felt like both a minute and forever that we were yelling at each other's faces about how the night went. How I felt he always used his tears to get his way. Him yelling at me about how ungrateful I was, etc. Unfortunately, I forgot where we were and didn't keep the volume down at all, and some time later there was a knock on the door. I didn't know who it could be, some dumb part Hope Lola, though I knew it wasn't. It was two officers answering a noise complaint from one of the neighbors. Feeling stupid, I plainly explained that no one was hurt and we were having a heated argument, but no one was in danger. I did let them look around and talk to my mom and brother, but my aunt spoke up when it looked like they were just going to give us a warning. Actually, I think it's good that you're here. My nephew has something he'd like to report, she mentioned to Ian, whose eyes looked between her and the officers quickly. My aunt still looked as angry as when she first arrived, but she was glaring at Ian. You know, hypothetically, if someone touches or hits you without your permission or justified reason, that's something you can and should report. Is there anything you want to say? There was silence. (gasps) Eyes moving to everyone looking around the room. My aunt didn't look encouraging in a report. It hit me that she was calling him out. I stared at him. His eyes were bulging. He looked as panicked as the other night, and he was trying to get away from Lola. One of the officers asked if everything was all right, and like clockwork, Ian started bawling his eyes out. My mom asked him what was wrong. I told her she had to stop babying him. He was lying to you guys and my aunt asking him again if he was had anything to report. You were up in arms against this girl this morning. Where'd all that fire go? Did she hit you or not? It took a while of us pushing him, but he finally admitted to the room that he didn't have anything to report because he didn't feel like she'd be rightly prosecuted. His next story sounded closer to the one that I knew where he admitted to knowing Lola had gone to sleep and wanted to scare her so she'd wake up. I still don't believe this reason why he wanted her up. That he put on the mask, I asked him if he knew she had a phobia, and he said he knew she found them creepy, and that no, that no one else in the room was with him, he couldn't get any of her friends agree to the 
prank, so he did it himself. He said he started making sounds against the wall. The bed was against the wall, and then got close to screaming her face. What he the said, fuck? Yeah, he said she woke up and surprised him because he thought the stress and panic would cause her to scream or hide, but she went for his throat instead. Good. He described his beating to everyone in the room, some of which I saw had the officers look at each other and then back at them or back at him. Then he, that's when I pushed the door in. The door wasn't locked. I just panicked and didn't think to use the doorknob properly. I just threw my body at the door, and the rest of his story is what I was there for. I'm sure if the police weren't there, I'd have hit him. I know I would have. My mom started crying again even more when he said she was sleeping, a fact that changed his entire story, and my aunt chewed him out. Everyone's scolding him for the stupidity and asshole behavior while the officers explained that it sounded like if what he said was true, Lola acted in Mm self-defense and that not only was what he did juvenile, but one of the officers asked my mom permission to question him more about his behavior and was concerning and they wanted to make sure he wasn't a danger to himself or others. My my aunt and I took the uh, told the cops he was 22 at the same time, an adult, and they didn't need her permission. He looks a lot younger than he is. Upon hearing her his age, the officer sat down with him and asked him to talk through his thought process. And the other officer explained to my mom and aunt that Lola could press charges given Ian's story. Yep. My aunt still looked pissed while my mom cried about being confused and over her baby my mom literally looked at me and said she didn't understand how her baby could do this i already knew i was in deep in the bullshit of this family but i realized that i couldn't grow in the earth that poisoned me and i needed to get away Mm -hmm. i was actually going to get better and stay better my mom kept fussing with my aunt and my other uncle on the phone crying over the drama while i texted a friend of mine who lived across the city if i could stay with him I was feeling overwhelmed with all of them and didn't want to be within a few minutes of the source of the problem. I also wanted to give myself space to think and understand with a clear head. I'm typing this between breaks of me packing. My aunt saw me in my room doing this, but she didn't stop me. She only asked if I'd spoken to Lola about this, and I told her I hadn't yet, but I had plans to later on. She told me she was sorry for believing my brother without listening to any other account and that she hopes Lola is okay. So then it was just me in the apartment. The cops left the cops left after taking a statement from my brother and I my mom left with my brother. Still crying, my brother calling me an asshole, the world's worst brother, and my aunt gave me a hug, apologizing again for how she and her sister acted, and told me that I didn't owe her anything and that she would like to know that Lola's okay. With everyone gone, I went to my friend's house, and I'll be there until further notice. He couldn't make it to the party, but he heard about it from multiple people. As for Lola, yes, we did meet yesterday. As excited as I was to see her, I know that most of you were telling me she was going to break up with me, so I'd been preparing for that. Whether I ended up single or not, I wanted to make sure she was okay above all else. I know I don't deserve her as a girlfriend, and I'd much rather she not be with me if that meant she was safe. She brought a friend with her, and we sat down and talked. I showed them both the Reddit post and Lola asked for me to not share any more information about her until she feels ready herself. She's on Reddit for gaming and general scrolling fairly often and let me know that she came across the story without me telling her she would have been pissed. She did, however, read a lot of the commenters worrying about her 
and wanted me to express to all of you that while she's upset, hurt, with mixed emotions, she is overall okay. She doesn't like that I posted about her without at least giving her a heads up, but after I offer to take the post down, she only lasts that I give her uh, I give her time and leave her, her personal life and opinions out of uh, anything beyond what I've already said here or until she says otherwise. In short, she did break up with me, and when I told her about the police telling me that she could press charges, her friend laughed and told me that they were more than aware. She thanks everyone for their concern and told me that she really hopes we both learn from this. This section was approved by her. So yeah, unless I'm forgetting something here, this is all I have slash can give right now. My mom has been calling and texting me, telling me that this whole ordeal has made Ian and her a wreck, and she can't believe that I'd let a girl do this to us. I blocked my brother right after he left my apartment, and I just blocked her. My aunt has let me know she'll talk to her, but I don't know how that's going to go. I understand that it isn't what everyone wants. But none of this is anything I want either. To everyone who has nothing but bad things to say about me, I get it. I'm an asshole. I appreciate any and all advice I've been giving, and I'm going to be taking a break from not only the BS in my life, but this Reddit stuff. I know I have a lot of growing up to do, and I can't do it in this environment. Thank you again for everyone. Wow. That was so long. Yeah, that was a long one. Oh, my God. Okay, no. I don't think he's that he's he's very self-aware yeah i don't think he's much of an asshole i don't think he's really an asshole he just kind of froze and didn't really understand what was happening didn't know if he should back up his brother or his girlfriend yeah so i don't really think he didn't really do anything that was an asshole he just wasn't a hero yeah wasn't like a big hero or anything like that but he wasn't uh wasn't a huge he wasn't like really an asshole no um cut the mom off cut the brother off aunt is a sleigh yep i yep. love that she called him out in front of the cops yeah me too <laughs> yeah that was i uh, i had golden. a feeling she didn't know the full yeah it sounded story. like it right the person who's always the shit disturber never tells the full story they only say what makes them look like the victim yeah but now even the mom knowing the full story and she's still like how can you let a girl come in between the family like this yeah wah, exactly. wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. boo freaking who golden child syndrome it wasn't the girl that got in between the, the family it was your stupid son acting the like an idiot it was a son and honestly i think he needs help Everyone thinks pranks are funny until they get hurt, and then all of a sudden they're the victim. Exactly. Exactly. They always want to play the victim. They've always been warned in the past to stop doing stuff, stop the pranking. Yep. It's like and those uh, YouTube prankster people who do all these pranks for YouTube on unknowing victims in public, and then they get hurt. Yeah. Don't mess with people. Yeah. It's like, can we just all agree to stop pranking? cancel Stop the prank. prank culture cancel prank college culture in 2024 okay like there's difference between pranks and your shitty idea of pranks like impractical jokers where oh, yeah. they're pranking harmless, with their words words harmless, are pranking yeah. and stuff and then the pranks with the uh what's the other one the the silent prank show uh, silent library no, no, no. There's, oh. the, there's a silent prank show where they come up with like skids, but it's not really prank. It's it's not like pranking someone. It's like uh, making impossible things happen in front of them. It's like a pranks, um, like funny things. I don't know. There's like the one that I just watched recently. It's, they never ever talk. It's always silent with funny music. But like um, an old lady goes, there's like a sign that says Fountain of Youth and the old lady walks into the water and then when she gets down, a scuba diver's there and gives her a mask. And then a young version, the same clothes, come up from the water. And all the people are watching, like, what is uh, happening? 
Those are funny pranks. Yeah, I guess. These other people's pranks ideas where they actually like affect people and throw pies in their face and stuff. Not funny. Not funny at all. Not funny. Um, The mom is going to coddle that son forever. He's 22. She already forever. has been. Ever. She yeah. already has been. And the son is never going to grow up. Son is going to be a mama's boy. Nobody's going to want a boyfriend who just pranks him all the time. Exactly. It's... <sighs> all right. Moving along. This one comes from Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for excluding my adopted sister from family photos? This is a throwaway and I'm using fake names. I am 26 female and my adopted sister, Ali, is 14 female. The way we're related is that my younger brother, Michael, 24 male, has been with his wife, Maya, 24 female, since their freshman year of high school. Maya and Ali had a really bad home life and my mom is very much a my home is open to everyone type of person. So over the year, Maya began spending more and more time at our house, eventually bringing Ali over as well since she was always babysitting. By the time Michael and Maya were 16 years old, Maya basically lived in the guest room and Ali spent after school, most weekends, holidays and summer vacations at our house. My mom and dad said that they both love Maya and Ali like their own children. My other siblings, 18 male and 16 female, also treat her like she's a part of the family. Even after Maya and Michael moved out, Ali is still at their house the same amount, if not more, than she was before. Now to preface, I have nothing against Ali. She's a good kid and I've made an effort to be nice to her. However, I've never really liked how she was foisted into our lives. She's not actually adopted, and she still has parents and her own family. Yet, my parents spend so much time and resources on her, it's ridiculous. Everyone else has started unironically calling her their daughter or sister, and I've refused. I just don't consider her to be family. Anyways, I got married recently, which is where the issue starts. I invited Ali to the wedding, of course, as she came with all of my other family. When we were doing pictures of the wedding parties, I decided that I wanted one with the with my immediate family, so my parents, my siblings, and Maya, and Maya and Michael's daughter. My mom brought Allie up to take the picture with us, and I was forced to tell her no. My mom started to get upset, but then Allie said it was okay and sat down by herself. My mom isn't a very confrontational person, so she didn't make a big deal out of it, but then everyone else realized that Allie wasn't there and they got mad as well. Ultimately, we took the photo how I wanted it because they didn't want to do this at my wedding. But the entire family is pissed at me now. My mom said that Ali cried when she got home because I don't love her, which I don't. I feel like they forced into a position, they forced me, I'm guessing, into a position where I had to do an asshole thing by forcing this kid onto me. I don't think I should have to consider her family if I don't want to. Am I the asshole? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's your wedding. Who you want in the photos is your call. Just because they feel like they are adopting them into mm -hmm. their family doesn't mean that you have a responsibility to take that on to you. You want the people who you are close with in your wedding picture, and you have all rights to do that. You are obviously not close with Ali, so that's not... That's yeah, that's completely fair. I don't think other people should be making it their burden. Oh, I got a cat. My cat is my family or I mean, I guess this is a human, not a cat. But, <laughs> it's not but the same. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think yeah, it's not the same. But I don't think that she's responsible 
to like i think she has full rights to not want her in the photo did she now did she take another photo with everybody like that like hey like can i have a few photos without and then okay ali you can come in like or did, was ali just never allowed in any photos i think you should let ali in on the second round of photos no after you got your main ones yeah i think i think she was i think it was just like she wanted to do one with her immediate family yeah and there's that nothing the- nothing wrong with that no offense but when I consider immediate family, like I wouldn't have wanted the kid, my brother's kids in there either. Yeah. Yeah. Either. I think that's but. where maybe if she had drawn a line like Maya and whatever, like I don't even want your kids in there, just brother and spouse, leave the kids out would have been probably not as big of a shock to not ask Allie to be there. Um, but I mean, hey, it's your wedding. You get the photos that you want. That's no, no problem. And I don't think that she should be forced to put the, the other person in there. Not an immediate family. I don't think she's the asshole. I agree. I think everybody else is the asshole by forcing these expectations onto her. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's totally fine. I understand Ali came from a a bad, like, upbringing with her family. And they took her as her own Nothing wrong with the parents for helping out and and being supportive and giving her a better life and stuff like that. But That is completely fine. Yeah, I don't think you have to... I don't think it should be forced onto this person. Yeah, and if, like... It's, I don't think she could have handled it any differently either. Like, I don't think yeah. she was rude about it. I, I think, think she so. just said, like, oh, no, like, I just want immediate family. Like, I just want yeah, my exactly. actual family my members. Actual like, family. And that's that's fair, in my opinion. 100% fair. Um, guess what the overall vote is? Probably the asshole, but yeah. fuck Reddit. It is asshole. This was shocking to me. Um, that's rude. Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple edits I haven't read. Um. And I won after the ceremony, but before the reception, the wedding party and both of our close families took photos. I did not include Allie in this photo session as she sat with the rest of the regular guests waiting for dinner. I did not intentionally exclude her from any of the photos taken. I'm sure she's in some some of them from throughout the night, especially because she was there with my family. I hope that clears some things up. Mm, See, I don't know there. I feel like, okay, you take your photo. And then you can say, okay, Allie, like, if you want to, like, come on in. And then for one for her and her parents and stuff like that. I agree. But, like, hey, the one that I want to hang in my house. Yeah. I'm sorry, Allie. Like, I'm not that close with you. I'm looking for a photo with the people that I'm close with. Take those photos. And then, okay, Allie, like, you can come in and take the photos so that that's going to be the one that their parents hang up in their house. Yeah. But also, at the end of the day, like, even if she doesn't want to do that, like, that's her wedding, her rights. Like, yeah. I agree. Edit two. Maya and Ali are sisters. Sorry, I forgot to explicitly say that in my post. Well, she did say that. Yeah, I I thought she did too. Final edit. The people who are agreeing with me are starting to convince me that I'm wrong. Interesting. Okay. I I read that right. (laughs) To the people calling my parents nasty things in my PMs or or just saying that they aren't good people, you're dead wrong. My mom is the most caring and kind-hearted woman in the world, and I should have made that more clear in my post. To be clear, I am also not a monster. I don't mistreat Ali. I get her birthday and Christmas gifts every year. However, I'm starting to understand that I did do a shitty thing by publicly excluding her at my wedding because I just wanted to be exactly how I met, how I imagined, especially because my mom was apparently blindsided by my feelings. I was 16 to 18 when Ali started coming around a lot and I didn't form the same bond everyone else did. I never truly liked being around kids, including my sister, who by all accounts behaved way worse than Allie ever did. But I recognize that she's become part of our family. 
I think I'm going to make more of an effort to get to know her properly because I do know she is very mature and intelligent for her age. Also, I don't mean to minimize when Maya and Ali have gone through. By saying she wasn't physically abused, I more so meant to explain why she hadn't been legally removed from their mother's house. She doesn't have extended family that actually cares about her, but they live at a minimum an hour away, so she stays with my parents the majority of the time. Thank you all for your input. Yeah, I still don't think she's the asshole. Like, it's her wedding. She doesn't have a close relationship with that person. She's not her immediate family. She didn't grow up with her her whole life. She started coming around when she was 16, 18, so she wasn't even around the home Mm -hmm. that much. Like, she doesn't really have a relationship with her. doesn't matter if she's a a smart person and a good person or anything like that. She didn't really have that much of a relationship built with her. I think the better compromise would have been take the photos she wants and then let Ali come in just because your parents recently adopted someone doesn't mean that they're close to you and it is your wedding so but they didn't even adopt her technically and i think the no. only worst part here is because it's maya's sister and maya was in the photo and i don't know make it complicates it a little bit i guess but i think it's just the fact really. that everyone sees her as family yeah. and she doesn't but which is I, fine th- that's fine but they're the asshole for expecting her. exactly yeah they put her in a shitty position they shouldn't have put her in that situation they're yeah. kind of the asshole for putting that I'm on her sure, i'm sure they can sense they have some self-awareness with how apparently not she feels about maya apparently they have no self-awareness so maybe they just i don't know that's yeah. like that's like the, the 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 youngest sibling having the high school girlfriend for three months and wanting her in the wedding photos. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we don't have a relationship with that yeah. person. Like that's not fair. Yeah, not fair to put that on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, top comment. I'm sorry, but you're the asshole. Unless my math is failing me, this child entered into your life when you were 16, and she was about four, and you already had three other biological siblings younger than you, but older than her. Your words sound resentful as if you started being neglected at that time, but you're taking it out on Allie like her sister slash babysitter removing her from a really bad home life as a preschooler was her fault. Like she had designs on worming her way into your family. That's not what happened. I hope you understand that. Perhaps therapy can help. Out of clarity, you're the asshole because you were a dick to Allie at your wedding. You could have gotten your immediate family photos in a much nicer fashion. How? I, I think that commenter is wrong. I think I think you have rights to what the photos want to look like at your wedding. Like it's it would be another thing if it wasn't your wedding and you were like this like it was your sister's wedding and you're like no I don't want Ali in for this family yeah. photo like no you're the bride this is your wedding you're allowed to have the photos where you want. I think the maybe what she like the uh, she could have done as a compromise was after she got her photos invited Ali in, uh, but like at the end of the day that's that's not really on her i don't, I don't see I don't how agree. she could have done it in a nicer fashion that'd be the only way she didn't know how? until they tried to squeeze her in the photo it wasn't but, something she was expecting so i don't know how either yeah i don't think she was rude about it like she never said like oh i said like i got upset and said no Allie, get like get the hell out of our yeah, photo like, I hate you yeah <laughs> why are you even here like she just said no like yeah putting boundaries is okay there's nothing wrong with putting boundaries no i <laughs> Your people. wedding, your boundaries. People are entitled sometimes. Yes, it's not the entitlement this, it, for me. It's not the kid that was entitled. It's the no, parents. It's parents, yeah. Because, it, yeah, no, exactly. As a parent, you also have to recognize what your daughter 
want yeah that's your that's your that, actual daughter that's your, your actual daughter regardless of how you feel about the other kid whether yeah. you feel like you've adopted them or not you have to understand how your daughter her feelings are and what she wanted like yeah and she probably has felt like she probably does feel resentful and has felt neglected at times maybe for sure just because she was 16 upbringing. or whatnot doesn't make a difference she's still a child that's in still the home. young still a child in the home and definitely would have been like neglected because they just you know four-year-old uh yeah i don't think she's the asshole i don't think i'm so on either. her side yeah okay edit two from this um top comment sorry um edit two because people are trying to give me information that i already have i know ali is not adopted i know she is not op's family i know that maya is really ali's sister i know that op has every right to exclude whoever she feels like on her wedding day i know she owes ali nothing i still think she's an asshole for the way she behaved i'm not sure why everybody wants to change my mind about it i think this person's the asshole yeah this guy, sucks. This guy. edit Poor three girl. Michael and Maya's relationship did not start when they were 16. I question my math because I'm not sure how old people are when they're freshmen. I was 14, 15, so I went with 14. Isn't no, a, she said she was 16. Isn't a freshman grade 9? I think so. Isn't that 13? I don't know. It's American like high school 14. confuses me. We don't use freshmen in Canada. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So overall, vote is asshole, which is wild to me. But I'm with you. Yeah. We got your back. Yeah. Person who's never going to listen to this. <laughs> Maybe she will. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's all on you guys. If you guys share our podcast with people who like to listen to podcasts, we will grow. And we support. We thank you for all the support that you've been uh, giving us so far. It, you know, looking at our analytics since we started this a while ago has uh, been really heartwarming. And we appreciate yes. uh, all of you guys for supporting us. Yes. We're going to finish off with one more story that I got here. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for not apologizing for having sex in my own living room? Mm. Mm. There was an update since the time that I copied this. So I'm excited to get there. But this one was from two days ago. 13,000 upvotes from a throwaway account. I, 28 male, and my fiance, 26 male, are writing this together. Obviously, we are engaged, but we have lived together in my house for about two years now. Longer than we've been engaged. I have a brother, 27 male, Ryan. And Ryan has a fiance slash girlfriend slash mother of his kids, Erica. Erica and him met in high school and they had their first child when they were 17. They've had two more children since then. For a while, they were separated. Then they were together. Then they were separated again. Honestly, I can't keep up. Erica is also the problem. I know I sound biased because Ryan is my brother, but everyone in the family agree. She's not a likable woman. She's argumentative, rude, and entitled. She constantly starts arguments with Ryan or her own children at holidays and seems to think that she deserves everything Ryan has ever done or accomplished because they have three kids. Erica also took an especially rude attitude towards my fiance for whatever reason. My fiance wants me to emphasize here. Erica is a fucking bitch. And if you haven't gotten that, her words, not mine. Well, with that being said, my fiance and I often babysit for Ryan and Erica's kids on weekends or on nights when they work or just whatever they need, honestly. Erica is cordial enough to my fiance when she's asking for babysitting, but other than that, they don't talk. I think they both prefer it this way. 
My fiance wants me to note here that it's not just us who have an issue with Erica. It's my sister and her own brother as well. So last week, my fiance and I went out to our favorite restaurant after work. We had some drinks at a nearby bar and we went home around 11.30. We're both a little drunk in our own home with a locked door and decided that the bedroom was just too far of a walk and we started to undress on the couch. Five minutes later, my fiance is in a much more exposed state than I am and she's on my lap. Suddenly, we hear keys at the front door and like scorned teenagers, we jump up. My fiance sprints around the corner to the hallway, leaving her clothes everywhere on the floor. Luckily, I still had my jeans on. So when Erica comes in with her 11th month old, I'm just desperately trying to hide a raging boner, but not too exposed. I can hear my fiance around the corner, half laughing, half sobbing of embarrassment. And I'm just looking at Erica like, since when the fuck do you let yourself into my house? Erica looks at me looks at the clothes on the floor, looks around for my fiance, and then just walks out and slams the door shut. After that, we get a spew of angry text messages. Erica told us that we were indecent people with no class or integrity, that my fiance should respect herself more by not being so open about her sex life, and that she will not be returning to our house with her children since it's obviously not a safe place. I asked Erica how she even got a key to our house and what she was doing coming in unannounced in the first place. And her answer was that she took the key from Ryan. They were fighting and she needed my fiance to watch the baby while she figured things out. She said that we would never watch her kids again. Good. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, while my fiance was pissed at basically being called a whore, she's very hurt that Erica claims she will keep the kids from her. My fiance loves kids a lot and she really likes having them. When I saw how upset this made her, even though I thought it was empty threats, I texted my brother. The texts I received from Ryan seem like they are written by Erica, but honestly, I can't be sure. It seems they are both holding a grudge on what wouldn't have been an issue if Erica would just stop being entitled. Ryan said that if we apologize to Erica for what happened, then she'll likely forgive us. My fiance was ready to swallow her pride and apologize, but I refuse. Mm -mm. I don't think we did anything wrong. So my question is, am I the asshole or more accurately, are my fiance and I the asshole? This is such an obvious one. Like this is a no brainer. Obviously not. You're not the asshole. But I have so many questions because at first I was confused. I was like, wait, did I miss a part where Erica lives with them? I thought that they lived together at first. And then you said, where did you get the key? And I'm like, no, I, I did hear it correctly. They do not live together. Yeah. And she stole the key. She didn't even have a key. And then also like, this is like midnight. Who opens up the house at midnight? Do you have a phone? Yeah. You, you can't call. You can't text. Who goes into somebody's house unannounced at midnight? This unhinged. This girl is entitled and unhinged. And she has some um, internal misogyny. Reg regardless of the sex, they would have been sleeping. So what are you going to walk up to their bedroom and place the baby on the bed and then dip? Like, yeah. what the fuck? And she de she's definitely a misogynist. Did you hear what she said about... Yeah. But how is that making her a whore? Having sex with her own fiance in, in her house, that's a whore? Yeah. Exactly. What 
the fuck? Exactly. And you think you could come over for free babysitting at 12 o'clock? Exactly. You just expected her to do it? Exactly. You're not going to call me first and say, hey, I really need your help. Can you please babysit? Like, even if they weren't having sex, I would be so pissed off for her. No, even if they were awake watching TV, I would be pissed off. She's letting herself in into our place and just bringing the baby along. Because what if I didn't want to? What if I wanted to say no? Now you're guilt tripping me into babysitting your fucking baby because you brought her here with you. Like, what the heck? That's unhinged. No, she needs help. Top comment. Not the asshole. Change the locks and don't give your brother a key this time. Yeah. When they are in a bind again about needing childcare, they will call and or try and let themselves in again. I say this with all due respect to you and your fiance. Boundaries. Ryan, nor Erica, or anyone for that matter, should be letting themselves into your house at any hour whenever they need something. They don't pay for your house, and if you want to have sex on your couch, feel free. Yep. And if they are all, but we are family, when it comes to not having a key now, ask them what kind of family shows up to someone's house in the middle of the night, lets themselves in, then has the audacity to imply that one of the homeowners is a whore. Exactly. This was the most obvious one yet. Yeah. I don't see how anyone would say, yes, you're the asshole. Exactly. Like, I don't think there's one single you're the asshole on this one. No. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Ready for the update? Oh, there's an update. There is an update. Okay. Let's hear it. My fiance finally got it through her head that she shouldn't apologize. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So thanks for that. Shortly after, Erica, of course, wanted us to babysit again. And I said no absolutely not not until you apologize to my fiance for the Mm -hmm. horrible remarks she made about her she refused Mm -hmm. my brother called me an hour after that asking what the problem is i explained what happened turns out he didn't even know we're both pretty sure that when he got into the fight with erica she was going to try to find another man to sleep with while telling my brother she was staying with us with the baby she's a (gasps) fucking psychopath yeah yesterday erica called and apologized to us and begged us to watch the kids again i said i'll think about it but until that we we need our key back which we've gotten Honestly, I would be a little bit petty and say no to the kids, but I feel like the kids shouldn't suffer because of that, because of no, their shitty parents. I don't care. Or mom. I, I keep saying no. If Ryan was stuck with but them. But then you don't if, know. She's a psychopath. You don't know where she's going to leave the kids. Not my, not my kids. Not my problem. I know. It's just that they are your nieces and nephews. All right, fine. I would I would take the kids. I would build a report. And eventually, I'd call CPS on Erica. Yeah. But you're also calling CPS on your brother, too. Fuck your brother, man. Your brother's a piece yeah. of shit. He's putting, up with, he's putting you in this position. Fuck exactly. him, man. Exactly. Call CPS on both of them. Always needing a babysitter and shit. Fuck your brother. <laughs> Fuck family affairs. Fuck family drama. This one was really triggering. This is a lot like, of triggering these, issues. All these uh, posts were, yeah. were a lot. I'm glad we don't have family drama like this, though. This was a rough episode. I can't even think of any family drama for us to vent out here no no i don't so over family drama i mean besides the fact that i haven't talked to my mom in 10 years no family drama over here (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair no but uh let us know what episode you want to hear coming up we are like we discussed before we are thinking about doing like a an in-laws episode so maybe that's coming soon we might have some 
guests on the podcast. We, we Some friends found out about our podcast. <laughs> we were trying to keep it under the radar until we kind of built up a little bit of a base. Yeah. Um, now some people know. They're excited. They want to come on the show. So we might order a third mic and have some guests on. So yeah. if you guys want to see that in the future, make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. Follow to the podcast on your favorite podcast place. Check podcast us out on TikTok. Platform. Yep. Podcast platform. Uh, same thing. Check us out on TikTok if uh, you want to see just the individual stories and then you can drop your comments down below as well as YouTube. You can fight in the comments about it. Sometimes Teresa and I have different opinions like on the last episode and uh, yeah, some good stuff. We've been enjoying it. Thank you guys for listening. This has been episode six and uh, we'll see you on the next Thread Talk Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.